Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast. The preview show is coming in your ears earlier than usual this week because it's Friday night football. It doesn't get any more exciting than a Friday night game. Who cares if you can't go to the match or go to the pub to watch it? Get the cans in and inject some of that lovely Friday night EFL League One action. I'm Roy Fallow here as always with Matthew Keelan. Hi, how are we? <laughs> Very good, Matthew. Is this throwing you week out of whack? Yeah, I thought it was Thursday. Doing the preview pod on Wednesday. Yeah, been thinking it was Thursday all day. Another. Oh no, no. But so it's all right, you know. Wednesday's okay. It's not a Tuesday, is it? It's not a so. Tuesday. You know, could be worse. And of course, we are being joined, dialing in once again from Austria by our European correspondent Tom Walsh. Uh, go to Narbonne. Uh, people are going to start re- thinking that there's like nothing to do in Vienna, and they'd be <laughs> and they'd be perfectly correct because nothing's open. You've moved to a different country, and you're now doing the pod more regularly yeah. than you yeah. were when you yeah. lived in you this country. You essentially moved to a flat with different sockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, and like just I don't know, lemony beer. <laughs> so. oh, oh, love it, love a Radler. Oh, to be it, fair, this is good. Like this is good stuff. Yeah, that, what, what, what's it called? It's a very interesting looking can, I can uh, see it's, there. It's called uh, Gusser. Gusser. Gusser is like the normal like Pilsner here. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, okay. But every time I go to like a, a vegetable stand or a, sauce, a sausage stand and ask for a, uh, a Gusser, they always like give me like sparkling water. So I'm, my German's not there quite yet. Oh, that's what was going to be my next question. How's the German coming along? Uh, miserably. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, Tom, things are going terribly in Austria right now. Is what we're I tell you, the first month I was here, it was fantastic. It was like living on, I'd landed on a COVID-free planet and then... Uh, Everyone got COVID, and so we had to like. Uh, Did you bring it over? Lock. Was that the issue? Uh, I hope so. I like to be like uh, the typhoid. Like when people say you've brought the weather back with yeah. you, you brought, so the you brought the virus too. Well, th- that's the thing. The first week I was here, it just pissed it down all week, and everyone in Vienna's like, "It never rains here," and it was like. <laughs> what part of the what part of England are you from? Yeah. Oh yeah, the rainy, the rainy part bit. Of England. Yeah. So, uh, oh, fuming for you. Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) Oh, you're fine now. Well, how how are the fume levels generally, lads? That's what I started. We started the pod with last week was talking about now that the yes, we do have to talk about Sunderland, unfortunately. Um, Uh. now that we've had a few days to digest the result. I think for me and you, Matt, we were saying it was the most fuming we'd maybe been all Mm. season after a game, despite the fact that was a draw. How are you feeling about it now, though? Are you more fuming? Have you, are you feeling a little bit more philosophical about us? Yeah, I am. I'm not more fuming. I find it hard to be more fuming at the minute. Um, I think we were saying last week about, I think it's affected by the fact that we can't go. Um, I find it hard to like dwell on it, though, and I think a lot of it is to do with how things are generally as well. We'll go over all of this again, that football's the distraction and you want to try to enjoy it. I was yeah. more annoyed, I think, on, sat- on Saturday than even the Milton Keynes game because of the, the way we chucked it away and haven't haven't played so well in the first half. But I've not sort of dwelled on it really. Sort of I'm quite looking forward to the game on Friday and you know, it's a, although we were saying after the after the game on Saturday that we're definitely going to lose that, and we probably are, <laughs> it's still a you know something something to look forward to, something to do. A chance. The results last night weren't. I know a few teams won, but there were also teams have beaten each other. Hull won, but they played Ipswich, so we're not too far away still. And in three points on Friday, and all of a sudden everyone's sort of well, we go fifth, I think, and it's not all right again, but it's. It's the, it's the typical back to the brink of being okay scenario, which we'll inevitably chuck away next Tuesday night. <laughs> it's as good as it gets for us in League One, isn't it? Yeah. The brink of being okay. Uh, Tom, you were you were nodding along to all that. Oh, Are you great. feeling sort of <laughs> similar, similar sort of vibe to Matthew? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, this this way of watching football, you don't really dwell on anything for that long. It's like as soon as the laptop's shut, it's it's over, it's done with. Mm. Um, I did. I actually, I did watch the game on Saturday, um, and I actually I went to the toilet while uh, and just missed the goal. And as I was in the toilet, I could just hear Frankie's voice yelping, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, that's not good, is it?" And I got, I was like, "Shut!" There was like ten seconds left of this game. It's like, yeah, but 
There it That's is. a modern equivalent of leaving the game early, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> you try and beat the traffic for the toy yeah. route. Because it was, it was just, like, it was really, like, laborious going out to... We weren't, like, under pressure or anything. And I thought, oh, they're just going to grind this out. Like, it's quite boring, this end of this game. And then I come back and it's 1-1. I still haven't seen, I still haven't seen the goal. Um, I couldn't be bothered looking for it really. Well, you didn't didn't really really miss much, but th- no. that's a good point. The the boring thing though, isn't it? And it shows how much of a knife edge Parkinson's always on. Because if you're going to play quite boring football, it's fine when it's getting results. Because yeah. I, I don't care what style of football Sunderland play as long as it's getting results. Yeah, yeah. But if you're playing, you know, badly, and we are in quite poor form at the minute, to say the least. It magnifies it so much, doesn't it? And oh, like, yeah. you can't at least say, "Oh well, we played quite well, and he is a positive. He is a positive. This player looked good." And you know, actually, there was fair enough. There were some good individual performances on Saturday, but and yeah, there was that decent first half. But we still didn't have many shots. I think we had no. three shots on target the whole game yeah. on fe- Saturday. It felt like more. It's saying about the uh, the you know trying to pick positives out of this. It's just the nature of Sunderland in League One. If you don't get a result, like there's no point of picking out positives because people just everyone's sick of this division. Like in under Jack Ross, you could be say, oh well, you know some of these younger players are coming through, and you know they're quite. It's quite good to see them play, but like. Now Denver Hume's been in his like third full season, so you can't really say, oh well, you know Denver Hume played all right when you've drawn away at Doncaster. It's like people are tired and sick of it, so it's like whenever you don't win, it's like, well, this was bad, this was bad. We're gonna, you know, get it all, burn it all down, apart from the board, which we actually like apparently. Um, <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's just, I don't know. You have to keep, you have to just keep winning games and. The manager is he's going to be under pressure. No matter what manager it is, if Sunderland aren't winning games at this level, you're just going to be under pressure just normally. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, Absolutely. Um, as well, again, just what you're saying there, it, it does... It, it sort of coincides again with not being able to go. Like, we, Oh, yeah. Like, we haven't even got the, oh, well, South End, we lost 2-1, but what a weekend it was. And, like, yeah, we haven't yeah. even got, like, the yeah. whole, like, the the train back was meant because we had eight cans on the way back from London. Yeah. And like, it's like you can't do that. You can't even even earlier in the season, you could go to the pub and and sort of oh well we had a decent night after it and it was a good laugh and that well, what you do now get pizza well, and sit yeah. and watch West Brom versus Sheffield United. That, that's <laughs> the thing. Now we have we have to like. <laughs> This is going to sound really stupid as like a football podcast, oh, but you know, well. I, I feel I'm in the right place. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like you actually now have to concentrate on the football. It's like when I, you know, when you go to the games, I always seen like the actual football aspect of it is kind of like you know a sideshow. I'm not really one yeah. for stats and formations and whatnot. I mean, I'm usually about just enjoying the day, enjoying like more of like the the atmosphere or the crack on the yeah. day and all that. Meet, Whereas meet now, your mates, your family before, yeah, and yeah. beers and yeah. And now we, you just have to watch this football, and it, even like parking at the end of last season when we could go, you're like, yeah, this football's dreadful, but it's it's a laugh, isn't it? We're still going yeah. to these do- dog old towns, and it's still fun. And yeah, there's novelty, isn't there? Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a bit like a, a few times last season, I, I might have said it on, on a pod that like, you don't realise like, this division, what this division's like. And occasionally last season, the, when the international breaks one, would be like Sky would have a League One game on a Monday night. And you'd be, you'd be, I'd be watching it going, Christ, is this what it's like watching us? And like now, yes, yes, it is. Yeah, it this is. is what it's like watching us without five pints before. <laughs> it's yeah. very, very bad and very yeah, slow. Yeah. But it's not just us. The league generally is shit. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. But you, you hear other fans, like, I, I tend to, like, try and, like, read forums or, like, what, like Twitter hashtags before we do the preview <coughs> part to get a bit of a feeling. Like, I don't mean this as a, as a dig. It's quite hard to with a club like Fleetwood because I don't have the biggest fan base, like, even in this division. But... They're always pretty much saying that all their players are like shit and stuff like that. <laughs> like, you, do you know then? what I mean? And I know like we do, and I know forums are like breeding grounds for negativity and stuff like that, but you never like, 
even if you find, I remember, I think it was before we played Oxford, which is going a little bit further back. Obviously, it was the second game, second league game of the season, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember going on one of their forums and it was like pre-match thread. I was like, oh, that'll be good for like a bit of insight. And it was really negative. And it was like second game of the season and saying like they were just writing off a load of their own players oh, and stuff like that. And, and like, Obviously, that proved true because we beat Oxford 2-0. But, like, yeah. you never see anyone, like, they're never bigging up their own chances or anything like that. And then, yet we're still eighth in this division. Like, we're, we're you, becoming part of the furniture, aren't we? It's usually our fans looking at their team and saying how bloody great they are. And it's, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, just men in the middle of the oh, pitch. It's, it's just, like, these double-barreled surnames. It's like, oh, yeah, he was, re- he was really good at, like, Leighton Orient last year. It's like... You did not watch Leighton Orient last year. You've watched. <laughs> yeah. You've listened to a few of those like not the top twenty pods, and you're thinking, "Yeah, I really like this. Is going to make me sound really clever." And then totally. And then when you play these teams, it's like against our our, our shite players, and it's just like, "Oh, these are really, really bad." It's like Doncaster. Like, it's so bad. Yeah, it was so bad. I, there are. I'd probably struggle to name ten players we've played against this season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I don't. I well, most of them will be Portsmouth players because I'm fucking sick of them, and it's like, yeah, because we play them every week. But uh, I, I don't know who plays for Oxford. I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> no, know. Well, no idea. I, Jamie Curran, one player. Now that Jamie Mackey's retired. Oh, Jamie Mackey. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Mackey. It's that true it. though, but like we are. But, well, look at last week as well, people saying, oh, they'd take Darren Moore, and apparently he plays, like, great football, like, instead of Parkinson. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't see that from Doncaster. And we weren't, bar that first half, we weren't that good. They could have pressed us more. Them trying to play out from the back was moronic, to be honest. Yeah. We sh- and we should have that, punished yeah, we that. Should've, we should have. Keep using the word more over and over again. This isn't an intentional pun, because I'm talking about Darren Moore. But, like... And it kind of sums up how Parkinson is just very much a League One manager. Yes, he's not a brilliant League One manager, but <laughs> no. people going on, people go, and we and we do probably need better as well, and we should be able to attract better, and we should have the best manager in this division. I, I get that, but people going on as if like he's. Out, yes, maybe he's out of his depth at this club because it's too big of a job for him. It's too oh. big of a challenge. But not in this division. No. He's capable of getting teams promoted mm. from this division. He's shown that. And I think the lad said this on Monday. Like He could keep having attempts to do this and he probably would get something promoted eventually. The issue is we need to get promoted now. And you can't say with certainty Parkinson is going to get us promoted now. And the best chance, especially if we don't win on Friday, would be through the playoffs. And Parkinson isn't the biggest issue Ooh. with the club as well. Mm. That's worth bearing in mind. Even if this new takeover happens, like Parkinson's still probably not going to be the biggest issue with the club. Like We've all heard from a few fairly reputable sources that if this takeover goes through, that Charlie Methven once again becomes a key figure at the club. And apparently he was so hated that he was never going to be welcomed back to Sunderland again. Well, Fair enough, this might, that might not come off, that might not happen, but the uncertainty is just going to keep going, isn't it? Uh, I would like to say, because this has been brewing, as soon as we've, we got told this information, it's been brewing in my, in my head for ages about Charlie Methvin. And it's like, I'd rather as not have a, any form of takeover than have him anywhere near this club. He is... Possibly the most vile, repulsive person that's... I mean, we've had a long list of horrible people come into contact with our football club. But if he's given any sort of, like, decision-making again, after what he's done for the past two years, he does he, he holds people from the North East and Sunderland supporters in contempt. You saw how he treats his, like, staff members on Sunderland Till I Die. He's just an absolutely vile, horrible person. And... We should be doing anything to ensure that that he doesn't have anything to do with the club anymore. And I thought the whole point of this was Stuart Donald and Charlie Methven were so sick of Sunderland and so afraid of the fans that they couldn't like take us on anymore. So, but we all know why they're still hanging around because they want the big fat well, payoff, yeah. don't they? Of course they do, and it, and it shouldn't come as a surprise. Anyway, I'm glad to get that, that out. Good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but it's Ooh. true, Tom, and it shouldn't come as a surprise because. 
Satori's got going to have if and obviously we're on about the Louis Dreyfus potential takeover. Juan Satori's going to have a hand in this. He is Donald and Methvin's mate. He was brought in by them to be a face, and that's going to continue. So why wouldn't if Satori's still going to be there? It stands to reason that Louis Dreyfus has been sold on them as well. Like, do you know? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's clear that. Yes, we might have a bit more money. We might be able to attract a better manager, but we're still going to have this chaos going off the pitch. Oh yeah, we had we had a good player like you know. L- just look at the Josh Madger slash Will Grigg situation. Look at that January transfer window in 2019, and that sums up. And you can watch Sunderland Till I Die season two. Like there is so much evidence that they do not know what they're doing, and. I actually worry that them having more money to play with is that does that potentially make it worse? Well, well, look, what, well look what happened when they had four million quid gone yeah, on Will exactly. Rigg. Well, which which, they didn't, which, they didn't which we didn't have. have. But that uh, that scene where they buy Will Grigg is it should have won a BAFTA for comedy. Like, <laughs> it's but also a tragedy. But also tragedy. It's like 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 it's Shakespeare. Like if you, if you like it, it's just if you just go and watch it again. Like it's the only part of the second series I, I went back and watched, and what it's just insanity. The manager didn't want him. That he didn't really want him anyway. He didn't want him for four million four million pounds for Will Grigg. It that just some that sort of it, it's it's there were flicks to it between the episode, but that what. 15, 20 minutes just sums up the last three years. You've let Magic go for less money than it would have been worth to keep him, getting promoted, blah, blah, blah. You've bought Will Grigg in his pyjamas, who's still in his pyjamas. (laughs) 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 That just sums up. Just go go back and watch it now, about a year on or whenever it came out, six months on from when it came out. And it's just, it's sensational work, really. It's it's pretty yeah. impressive, and then and then the pizza, the thing, the pizzas are on you now. Shut up! <laughs> I know it's terrible, terrible. It's, it's just so it's so pathetic, and we're just like, oh, I can't. He said, oh well, you love a deal, don't you? It's like some like. I don't know, some used... Well, I was going to say used car salesman, but he actually sells insurance on cars, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's not too far. Uh, but it's just all that... It's that kind of pattern. It's just like... Awful pattern. It's just like, ooh, like... And then he's just like, How, I hope I'm going to be able to afford this. It's like, well, you clearly fucking can't. <laughs> yeah, more <laughs> money for well, Probably not. Probably and then like it cuts to him missing an open net. <laughs> 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 there it is. There it is, boys. <laughs> lovely stuff. Well, not lovely stuff. Um, but... Th- like we were saying about uncertainty, and I guess with with we're not going to dwell on the the new the takeover stuff too much because there's still no actual progression on that. But I think like certainty is just such a big thing around the club at the minute as well, and and that's what we're that's what we're all looking for, really, isn't it? Like despite the situation, we're really looking for certainty right now. So when we were getting these one nils or grinding out these wins under. Parkinson, we had that dependability, mm. didn't we? Mm. And again, like the, mm. the terrible football is going to draw light on things. If there's no certainty at the club, like both on and off the pitch, that's going to draw light on him even more, isn't it? Because yeah. at least when we're grinding out wins, it's like, oh, well, we're, we're tight at the back and, you know, we've got like that good back three. And yeah, Burger might not be the best keeper, but Ledbit is playing really well in front of that back three and we're keeping teams at bay. And, you know, we're, we're, like, Wyke might not be the best, but we're playing to his strengths and he's getting a few goals and he looks quite confident now. But when those results turn, just it shows just how chaotic the whole picture it is. So obviously that makes Parkinson. This isn't me sticking up for Parkinson, but it obviously makes his job harder. So if Parkinson goes and these figures are still at the club, take over or no take over, and I, I just want to bring this up because a lot of people, a lot of fans, and you know our, ourselves included, to be fair, talking about a new manager. But how does a new manager solve that on his own? It, you, if those people are still at the club, you've got to think. Like in terms of finding managers, these are the people that brought in Phil Parkinson, a manager that when Ross was sacked, nobody was mentioning. And then 
yeah, do you trust them to make the right appointment? No. Do you think they even really care? Probably not at this moment in time. I think, or, or actually, if Charlie Methven wants more control, then maybe he does. Maybe he could bring in Darren Moore and then we play this nice football, but then we come up against a Phil Parkinson esque team and get battered. <laughs> so, it, yeah, a, a new manager won't fix this. Promotion won't fix this. Um, just them leaving is the only thing that will fix it. And it's it's like it is very much a case of and it well it's it's not a case of be careful what you wish for but believe me we could do worse than Phil Parkinson and oh, I'm yeah. not I'm oh, not yeah. sticking up for Parkinson here and I'm not saying he's the right man to take us forward just putting a disclaimer on that but we could do a lot worse and quite probably if he was sacked tomorrow quite probably would do a lot worse than yeah. Phil Parkinson because we'd end yeah. up with just well for all people go going on about Phil Parkinson being a League One manager and not being you know, not being a future of the club, not being what we should be looking for at the future, not being a championship manager, right? Well we're not in the championship now. And Parkinson being a League One manager, he's a League One manager that's had relative success. We would bring in, I would be willing to bet, someone who is a bottom end League One manager or a League Two manager and yeah. who's achieved nothing. And I think yeah. Again, be careful what you wish for isn't the right thing because we're not doing very well. But just mm. yeah. think that it could and could quite easily, we could do a lot worse. Totally. Two like, words. You understand. You, Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Two words. Steve Evans. Because that's <laughs> who they'd get. He, he, would, be things, to- he would 100% yeah. be in the frame. He got a Leeds job once, let's not I know, forget. Yeah. Like. I always think Steve Evans should be three words. <laughs> <laughs> But he always goes every time we play one of his teams, even though he's like um, he has his touchline antics. He always goes on about how great Sunderland is as a club and an institution. Yeah, he does. And you know, like I think Phil Smith said it a couple of weeks ago. He, he did. Said, yeah. Got in the back of his mind and said, "I could have that Sunderland job. that might come up. That might come up." He's Phil, Steve Evans, and he said Phil Smith there. Phil Smith hasn't had teams promoted from League One, but Steve Evans has <laughs> had teams promoted <laughs> from League yeah, One because you, you know. Imagine, that, honestly, you're right. Like you could, you could just picture now Steve Evans pulling up like Den Perry from Phoenix <laughs> now. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Burns the stadium yeah, down. The stadium down. Actually, I think I think Charlie Rethman's more of a Den, Den Perry than Steve Owens. Actually, <laughs> very he's got very Den Perry oh, vibes. Yeah. But this is this is pretty much the only reason I'm not fully partly out. And like you were saying, Matt, like you can understand people's fume. You can understand yeah. why they want like party's head on a plate, can't you? But. I just don't, and I'd love to. I'd love to be proved wrong on this. I'm not. I don't mean this in a smug way by any means. I'd love to be proved wrong on it, but, but as you said as well, Tom, I do not trust these people to make an appointment. And again, I'd love, I'd love us to see, like, to get us like a coup and be like, appointment and be like, fuck no, how have we managed that? And great, this is an upgrade. And that's what you usually think when you want a manager gone, because, you know, God, we sport Sunderland, like, when we're in the Premier League, we had a new manager every season almost, but every time that new one came in, even Moyes, when we appointed mm. David Moyes, you were like, there's, God, that's a really good yeah, appointment, isn't it? There, there? Yeah, exactly, whereas this time, I don't think I would have that optimism, and it is just a little bit, like I think you said, Matt, like, it's a bit better the devil you know. You got it. I think Parkinson... Parkinson maybe could get us promoted. Yes, that isn't good enough, but I think we would potentially point someone who I'd look at straight away and go, nah, well, they're not going to get us up. Well, the, you got to think, like, say you sack Parkinson tomorrow and you bring in the new man, the amount of pressure he's got on day one, because it's not like, oh, well, try and get us into the playoffs or help us avoid relegation, like, when we use... Like he has that pre-season yeah, either. It's like, it's shit or bust, we have to go up. And it's like, right, great, you look... They, then he loses one or two games, and it's like, right, well, the, well, the football is better under Parkinson. Blah 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 blah. It's, it's like I said, it's not going to solve anything. But it's not. Sack him if you want. <laughs> yeah, why not? I tell you, one man who uh, who maybe could solve things, lads. Oh, yeah. I, I'm surprised lads didn't talk about this on Monday. Gary Foster. Ed McGee played oh, 60 minutes for the under 23s. <laughs> He's back. That was a bit ominous. Well, what do we think about that? Do we think that's him just maybe getting fit? I think maybe probably more fitness for a potential sale. Maybe someone want to come and have a look at him potentially. 
As a, uh, he's not. He's not. He's not registered in the squad either. I don't think. Oh, either. so he it's can't play anyway. As I was, uh, it'd be January. Oh, yeah. Well, I, next. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the highlights of the the youth game or anything like that. But I was hoping that like Aidan McGeady would turn up when like Krusty's doing his comeback special and he's been drinking like full fat milkshakes because he thinks it's like <laughs> slim fast. So he has to like him and Homer have to like uh, punch like big things of meat to get them back into yeah. shape. Uh, <laughs> so he, when he comes Great. back, and you can do like send in the clowns and something like that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty good. That would be pretty yeah. good. Get Bet Midler to sing to him yes, as well. The Cruddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but sh- surely it's not because he's coming back in a park because that would be such a climb down, wouldn't it? It was such a big statement to not include McGeady and sort of ostracise him. But at the same time, as well. People are fuming about not playing young players. And one of the reasons given was, well, I'm not playing McGeady to give young players a chance. <laughs> and he hasn't done that, to be no. fair. So I can understand <laughs> why people are saying, well, either play these young players or bring them back into the fold because we're not doing brilliantly and there is a player with quality. So <laughs> Brings him back. I, I think it's just worth talking about now yeah. that he's like back in the spotlight, so to speak. Brings him back and then Elliot Embleton just disappears off the face of the earth again. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, oh, he's got a calf strain. He's out for nine months. It's like, but welcome back, Aidan McGeady. <laughs> hey, hey, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> Give him another two-year yeah. deal. <laughs> Why not? Thirty-four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, we'll see. It, it probably is because we're going to like sell him on a free. Yeah. Money back from. Well, to be fair, that would make them like our young players, wouldn't it? We sell them for fuck all, so why not do the same with Ian McGeady? Do it. Might as well. Funny. Might as well. Agree. Well, let's go a little break, and then we'll actually talk about the Fleetwood game. So stay tuned. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Before we look ahead to Friday night's game against Fleetwood Town, just to remind you all to go to from the terraces.co.uk and use the discount code WMS10 to get the snazzy looking football fan in your life some lovely Christmas presents. Come on, it's a month, a month today, lads. Is anyone else in here getting, I don't know, something for their dar, maybe? It's, it, it is a good gift for a dar. It is. Some from the yeah, terraces gear. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, I'll get my jumper, I guess. I don't know. I haven't been on the website in a while. But uh, Oh, come on, Tom. That's poor. Oh, no, sorry. I tell a lie. I noticed they were doing, uh, like, like face masks and stuff like that. So that's, you know, it's always thinking that, isn't it? It's good. Moving with the times. Like I said... I, good businessman. As Melissa was saying, I, I could go for one of those cravats if they're thinking of making cravats. Well, there you go, Chris. It was, this is the second time we've mentioned yeah, yeah. it now, so they've got to get it done, haven't right. they? Because you could so, use... The, cr- the cravat can also... It's like a trendier way of wearing a face mask, isn't it? So... Yeah. Ah, yeah, good point, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. face covering as well, yeah, of course, yeah. isn't it? Like, not necessarily face mask. Good thing in there, Tom. Well, go to fromthecherishers.co.uk, see if they're selling cravats by the <laughs> I'm just advertising stuff they don't sell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's mention... Oh, uh, Tom, you did mention jumpers. <laughs> uh, polo shirts. Um, actually, it doesn't even have to be for dars. They've got the kids range now as well. So you know, if you've got any kids who like to look hard, or you know, someone about the height of Chris Weatherspoon, Wee. you can get them something yeah. and use the discount code WMS10 to get yourself ten percent off. As Gareth always says, off the basket. So lads, Fleetwood Town, that team we always seem to get really. Annoying, frustrating results against. Actually, I guess it was quite nice when we got that last minute equaliser mm. when Max Power scores. Yeah. One of the last times we were able to go to football. Um, but we just never seem to fucking beat them, do we? And Joey Barton is their manager, and yeah. they're always like horrible to play against. Like when you're in a bad run of form, this isn't what you want, is it? No. Have we ever mm. beaten them? Like, have we no. ever beaten? All oh, right, okay. No, no. I look, no, because in the three. first season we drew at home and then lost in that game we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Oh, everyone was yeah. fuming. Great, great night, that. Great night. And two two draws last season as well. Um, well, yeah, New Year's Day, wasn't it? Yeah, you Yes, wa- it was. It is quite annoying because it's one of these things where you don't really want to acknowledge Joey Barton the entire time you're here, like in League One. And it's just like every time we play them, we just don't beat them. And it's just like, yeah. if we'd beat them like two, three times... And it's just like, right, you're not a thing anymore, Joey. So, 
But yeah, they're always horrible to play against, and he always yeah. gets them fair play. You know, they're always bang up for it, and they mm-hmm. have got some. Is that Paddy Madden still there? He's always Paddy got, Madden's yeah. there. Yeah, I think he's got four goals yeah. this season. Callum Camps is their top scorer with eight, and Chad Evans got five this season. They're the high, They're one of the highest, um, second highest scorers in the division as well. Twenty four goals this season. So great time for our defense to start Bloody. leading goals, isn't it, lads? <laughs> yeah, great. Um, just perfect. I mean, I mean, I don't really know what to say about them. <laughs> just like they've, scored, they've also scored nine. They've also scored nine goals in their last two league right. games as well. Five-one win over Plymouth. Four-one win over Bristol Rovers. And level on points with us as well. They're actually above us on goal difference. Bloody hell! So not only do we never beat them, they're currently above us in the league on the same <laughs> amount of points as us. That's, so that's good. That's another you know, plenty that's a nice thing. Of, well, good, yeah, good for them, eh? about, isn't there? Good for them. Yeah. Well, hey, three cheers for Fleetwood Town. <laughs> Fleetwood Town, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, it's really hard to describe because I haven't watched a single second of anything Fleetwood have ever played apart from when they play <laughs> us. Um, yeah, I know that P- Paddy Madden plays for them, Shed Evans plays for them, you know, just a cavalcade of just wonderful people. The chairman's of, yeah. the chairman threatened to pull the funding out of the town if uh, the club if the town voted for Jeremy Corbyn. You know, just you oh, know, just yeah. really sound lads really. Um Yeah. I know what we do them Yeah, over. we think we've had some bad people associated with our club. What what a derby this is gonna be <laughs> on Friday night. <laughs> With new manager Steve Evans in the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I can't win. No, I've really got the pulse racing. Um, a win on Friday night does put us fifth. Uh, we go level Whoa. on points with Portsmouth. Three points behind Peterborough, um, who are in second. And we would have the fabled game in hand with them as well. Right. Um, result of Ipswich and Charlton play each other on Saturday, the result of that means we'll move down a place regardless of what happens. But it's going to be really interesting come full time on Friday night, isn't it? Because we're either going to be like, all right, Parky's got himself another game because we're back in fifth now. Let's see where we go from there. Or if we lose on Friday, it's full meltdown, yeah. isn't it? Like, that yeah. no one's going to be, even ourselves who we've just said we'd exercise a bit of caution of whether he was sacked or not because maybe better the devil you know, but there'd be no defending it anymore, a defeat, or even a draw probably on Friday night. Yeah, anything less than a win is just going to, you know, exasperate all the the rumblings and whatnot. And he also, he does need a good performance. He needs to at least demonstrate that he, I hope he, he learned learned some lesson from Doncaster that our players were out on our on the feet like towards the end of the game, and you hope he's a bit more proactive with his substitutions, reads reads the game better than he has been in recent weeks. Do you think you will though? Absolutely not. No, because <laughs> as I well, as I said when he was originally brought in, he's like he'll just. Also, my Bolton supporting friend was telling me he'll stick to one thing and just grind it into the ground and never, unless something like completely dramatic changes, there's no way he's going to alter from his like belief or stubbornness or whatever. But on that, on the other hand, it's not beyond the realms of possibility that we go there and we actually put away the chances that we've been missing these past few weeks. So. I don't know. I mean, like it with well, all. To be fair, t- sorry, Tom. To be fair, yeah. I wouldn't make many changes from the starting eleven on no, Saturday, no. and no, I, and, no. I, and I think that goes to emphasise how much Saturday was on the manager. I think that's probably. I think the back three works all right with a two-man midfield. I think the full-backs, like, but now even Conor McLaughlin. Conor McLaughlin had probably his best game mm. ever for us on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Wyke, Wyke, fair enough, was shit on Saturday, but has been one of our better players this season. Has been our only goal scorer out of our strikers anyway. We know that he works quite well with Maguire and Gooch. Ledbit was bat on form, scoring at his best game. You maybe would make a bit of alteration in the back three if there was some fitness issues or like, well, Jordan Willis isn't going to be fit and he'd be the one that came back in really, wouldn't he? Yeah. So I'm not really, I don't really have an issue with him keeping that starting 11. It's making sure we do play positively and we keep that up for more than 45 minutes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It'd yeah, be because, interesting to see what it would sorry. be like if we got an early 
you know, like an early two-goal lead, like really sort of put the dominance that we had at, at, on Saturday. And if we if we got a, a two-goal lead in that game, it, it'd be interesting to see, like, keep going. Like we've seen it with Parkinson before, when we've got an early cushion, we just destroyed teams, and it'd be mm. if we could do that. Well, I mean, it'd be great to do this against Fleetwood. Obviously, that's probably. What am I saying? It's like think about what we think if we'd have three years ago if we'd have said being two 0 up early doors against Fleetwood is a pipe dream. <laughs> Forget pipe it. Dream. Oh, what a world. Uh, <laughs> all, all my years I've dreamed of being two 0 up away at Fleetwood in the first. All half. I want is to play Crawley Town in a league fixture, and that's all we. That's all I want from football. Well, it's, uh, it, it's coming. Wants. It's coming. <laughs> Yeah, I, one I way or another. I didn't think we'd be able to play Berry in a, in a league fixture, um, but then they, you know, did the right thing and went out of business, so we didn't have to do it. <laughs> yeah, very admirable. Very admirable. I'm still, I'm still, uh... I'm still annoyed by them. Well, not them going out of business because it would have that game, the away game at Berry was like the one, the the first, uh, the game before Christmas. Oh, of course, it would have been, yeah. it would have been oh, yeah. fantastic. I mean, perfect for you. Oh, Everyone back to Tom's, house, Tom's yeah. parents' house after, like, oh. Had it all planned idea. out. Damn. Oh, mate. I'm sad now. Sadder than I was. Thank you, Steve Sadder Dale. than the prospect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the real um, victim here. <laughs> you are the real victim here, Tom. Agree. Um, obviously, we've not had Parky's presser. Again, he's not doing it with the pod in mind. He's not going to do it on this a every week. Well, no, I thought it potentially might have been a day earlier uh, with the I, game I being earlier. on Friday. Uh, We're doing the pod earlier, so he should do yeah. his his press conference a day earlier. He should be fitting it in around us. You should have texted him. You you lads know him better than I, I know, do. You should have, I know, he's should have, busy at the minute, though. Yeah. He's under pressure. He doesn't want, doesn't want us is he left, him. Yeah. Has he left you on, like, double blue ticked for a while and you don't want to text him back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to, don't want to seem too has, needy. Be awkward now. Nah, he has that turned off, which yeah. is, like, pure elite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't like that. <laughs> um, but do we see him making any changes? Obviously, we don't know if there's any fresh injury news or anything like that. Do we? Do we foresee any changes, or do we? Are we quite happy with that same starting eleven? I am, but I am, but I think he'll play Danny Graham. I was, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Um, do you think? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised um, with why no, instead, no, instead, instead of instead of yeah. But he didn't even bring Graham on off the bench uh, wait, last uh, week when White was absolutely he had, he had Friday night in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he did. He can't play. He can't play twenty minutes on can't Saturday. Play two and games play. a month, let alone well, two he, games in a week. He was watching that Liverpool City game. Jurgen Klopp only made one sub the entire game, and mm. Parkinson sat at home going, "That's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> That's my guy." <laughs> I'm going like to I'm press gonna, as well. I'm going to do that, <laughs> even though none of my players can run. <laughs> 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 because I never make any hold it hold <laughs> it <laughs> oh, oh, no, I think I'd be very surprised if he doesn't Wyke's his boy though isn't he he, yeah. he loves a bit of Charlie Wyke does oh, Phil he Parkinson he signed Danny Graham though yeah but did he sign it, been, he, did he sign Charlie Wyke for Bradford oh uh, yeah uh, maybe maybe I don't know he wanted, let's just he say, let's say yes Bolton, didn't he? yeah he did should have got him. Of course he did. <laughs> Should have got him. No, got, that's why he, took, really that's why he took the job in the end. I Charlie. Really hope that's another crisis job, but Charlie Wake does play for Sunderland. <laughs> 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 so, like, weird enough. In one hand, like, Mr. Birds with ketchup and catsup. <laughs> crisis? <laughs> Charlie White. Charlie White. Crisis. Charlie White. Do you think Charlie White's going to become Phil Parkinson's Nicole Cranshaw? Oh, oh that'd be good. Yes. Yes. That'd be good. Have you ever heard anything more depressing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not depressing for us. Six-year-old Charlie Wyke. Yeah, depressing for them for too. us. <laughs> when Parkinson comes back in ten years' time. <laughs> back in second spell. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Right, do we have any score predictions before we go to listener questions? How pessimistic are we feeling? Tom, I'll come to you first. Um, I think I'll go with the ethical result of 1-1. Oh, the correct, the, the correct, the, the correct, correct. results. <laughs> the correct results. Matthew, how about you? I'll go two one to Sunderland because I'm. I always predict us to win. So, uh, yeah, McLaughlin we actually had a listener. We had a listener question about this actually. Um, someone asking, like, are we capable of um, predict, 
mentioned, yeah, the Alex Campbell at Alex Campbell too said more of a request. Can neither of you predict a win? Yeah, I've noticed right. the trend. Well, so do you want to predict a defeat instead? Yeah, I think Absolutely we'll lose not. One. I don't bend to the whims of Alex Campbell on this podcast, <laughs> and I won't start doing it. And I, 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 I never have, I am, and I never I will. Am. Okay, I will do it because I am pathetic. So I, uh, I will predict a four-one defeat. <laughs> oh wow, great! We, we are, amazing. If we it's are four. winning though with ten minutes to go. Yes, that's good. Oh, that's good. Great. Imagine it's all because that. he didn't well make any substitutions. Well, two players have gone off injured, but no one has replaced them. <laughs> he doesn't realise he's allowed. Bring to do somebody that. on, Phil. No, 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 no. No, no I don't know about that. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. Breathing into his teeth. Ooh, Ooh, I don't know about that. It's gonna, it's gonna be difficult. Cones, like. <laughs> <laughs> kicking Will Greg. <laughs> just, just kicking Will Greg. He just brings up. <laughs> He brings on Lawrence DeBock. Oh, he's back! <laughs> he's Will, back. Lawrence yeah. DeBock's music. Will, yes, boss. Go and get Danny's. Go, go and get Danny's boots out of the changing room. He's coming on. Yes. <laughs> yes, soft side. Ah, lifting his glasses that he doesn't wear. His cup. <laughs> Just has some for the purpose. Of it. Great niche reference. Yes, Not soft sod. Um, if you get it, you get it. I'm going to see a scrappy one-nil <coughs> win. With a goal from Tom Flanagan, nice. redeem himself after his mistake last week uh, that led to the to the Doncaster equaliser. Uh, we'll do a few listener questions before we go. Um, we've got one. Oh, interesting one here from Ian Cars at On a Break History. Uh, who is the second worst Sunderland manager we've had in the last twenty five years? Bill Parkinson. Howard Wilkinson, and he says Moyes is the winner of the most minging. Oh, ever. Right. Um, so, oh, right. So basically, who's worse, Phil Parkinson or Howard Wilkinson? Or do you have a secret option, number three there, who'd like to throw in? Um, um, well, Simon Grayson was pretty bad. Yeah. I think Wilkinson's worse than Parkinson. Yeah, Wilkinson. Was, yeah, we'll go Wilkinson. Uh, we beat Liverpool under Wilkinson, yeah. I guess. Yeah, well, we beat, we beat, we beat, we beat, beat Tottenham, Switching, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, like, yeah two and one against yeah. Tottenham. Yeah, what about uh, but like Ricky Gibraltar? That was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, but he was like just a man for just a bit, wasn't he? Like you knew, he was just nah. a means to an end. He could still be rubbish. Yeah, but like with Ricky Gibraltar, he was kind of like. Niall Quinn just asked him too nicely to do it, and he was like, oh, "All right then." And it was then was just sad all the time as things got actually really difficult. Yeah, he never worked in football again. Yeah, really. Well, did he, what, what happened to him? Oh, he went like back into like youth football, didn't mm. he? British Brazier, I think. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, leave British Brazier alone. Um, and else. actually, Soz, this, it was a two two part from Ian Cars. Actually, was right, yeah. what would you do to make Parky smile? He's also asking. I would play ah. that joke on Will Greg. Because he'd think that was really funny. I'd uh, I'd take him to a Toby Carvery. He seems like the man who kind of a uh, would appreciate a Toby Carvery. He apparently likes a pint, like Parky. I've I've heard. Oh, I tell you, sources of he, he lives me. he lives near York, doesn't he? So we could all mm. go out with him in York, and that'd be great. Yeah. We'd all have a great time. Ooh. Yeah, that would be yeah. great. Oh yeah. So you te- absolutely. You two text him and see if he's on. Um, I'll see yeah, if he can arrange a flight or something. Yeah. So maybe cool. like when he when he does get sacked, we'll do that as a little going away. Oh, yeah, that'd be fall. nice. That'd be nice actually. Yeah. Uh, good one from friend of the pod, contributor of the pod, actually, Nick Holden. Would you rather have to wear Charlie's chinos every day for the rest of your life, or have to carry Steve McLaren's brolly everywhere? Mm. Surely it's the brolly. Yeah. Brolly will come in handy. Well, does is the brolly up all the time? Yeah, that's. A... Oh yeah, because then you're going to get loads of bad luck, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're doing that. Yeah. And in like, uh, you know, it's a bit, you know, arm ache, isn't it? And it's At massive. Least... It's enormous, yeah. <laughs> you don't always have to be holding it up, though. You just says carry it. You should be yeah, carrying it like, you with your arm down. It's just going to get in the way if you don't hold it up. <laughs> mm, I don't uh, yeah, know. he needs, but, he needs but, to get back to us saying if we can close the umbrella. 
because if yeah, we do close it, that's... This, yeah. Can you, yeah. yeah, can you give us a complete question, please? Yeah, like, we'll do it. And Charlie's chinos as well. Like, oh, you know, really? you're going to a job interview. You're going to a funeral <laughs> in those chinos. Like, that's going to be quite bad. At least the brolly's, like, quite fitting, really. Why has he got an umbrella at the funeral? Oh, but why would <laughs> it be... Steve McLaren's funeral. Is he taking the piss? <laughs> <laughs> what a tribute. But what it, would it be that actual England-branded umbrella? Because if you had a funeral, it's like cash or GTX on the back of your jacket, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> If you've yeah, got this really, big yeah, England like umbrella, <laughs> somber brolly, is it? Yeah, just like the point. like the, the the widow, like, <laughs> can you put the umbrella down? <laughs> nah, sorry, just trying to like put it under like the pews. I'm, I'm the not church. allowed. Like, <laughs> mate, excuse me, mate. Can you just can you just hold me umbrella? Oh, fuck off. It's part of a thing I'm doing. It's a bet. <laughs> All right. It was this up in chinos. Understand. What was yeah, you forever. <laughs> Great. Uh, we'll know. stick with the silly, silly ones for now because it's a great one here from J- Joe. Actually, sent us a question last week as well at Jake one six zero two. Out of the WMS team, who would have the most hilarious death <laughs> if they were in the final destination yeah. franchise, and how? Well, I think we all unanimously agree, without even asking you, lads, who would have the best, most hilarious death in the Wise Men say team. Uh. Yeah. Is it Matthew? Well, <laughs> it's not Matthew Keelan. Oh, Gary Foster. Course. It's a Gary Foster. It is, of course, the one yeah. and only Mr. Gary Foster. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But um, I don't know. How would he die? He could fall down the stairs. Would that would be quite fitting for Gary. Why are you laughing at that, he might? Because he literally did. Gary fall down the stairs. Yeah, he did literally fall down the stairs this week and hurt his knee. Oh, I'm sorry, Gary. We shouldn't be giving away that on the pod. That's not very nice, is it? He missed three steps and fell down the stairs. Hey. But he had some ibuprofen and some Stella. So, you know, oh, hopefully he's doing better now. On that, on that question... Uh, I was thinking it's like, hospital like radio. <laughs> it's just for Gary on <laughs> on the knee ward. I say it. Fucking Neymar listening to you, like <laughs> like Rick's dog. Like Rick told told us that his dog died by eating like pebbles on the beach, and I was like, that, that's probably how I'd go if we were doing like uh, eating something stupid, just like <laughs> eating something eating stupid slime. <laughs> <laughs> Eating some terrible slop. Or just like yeah, dying after drinking like a dog a dog beer or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um uh quite like this one from friend of the pod Keith Cowden as well. He's asked uh, I think we should like have a bit of a pool on this actually. At what minute in the game will Parkinson make his substitution? Keith's gone for seventy two. Seventy two minutes. Does anyone else have any advance? On the minute for um, party substitution? The eighth minute when uh, Bailey Wright <laughs> sent off. Oh, interesting Ooh, one. Oh, right, okay. One. Yeah, curveball. What about you, Tom? Of our 4-1 defeat. <laughs> well, if we're, if we're winning the 87th, if we're losing okay. the 85th... <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere between and the it, 85th but definitely and the not the 86th. But definitely not, not the eighty six. Specifically the West Midlands. <laughs> the West Midlands. <laughs> Great. Uh, let's have one more before we get out of here. And that is from Daniel Howden. Again, another another friend of the pod here. Sorry I'm being so... Uh, a very good friend of the pod. Inside with these. A very good friend of the pod, mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, a, a very respected uh, health economist, I believe yeah, Dan yeah. is. Yeah, yeah go, go to Dan for your COVID updates. <laughs> Do, actually. He's the only one talking sense. Anyway, let's not get into yeah, that. Yeah, actually, that is, that's serious. But uh, he's asking um, a very serious question on which supermarkets do the best meal deals for away days? Right, well, not yeah. Asda, because they don't do one. So that's them out. All right, okay. This is the only part of the pod I've made notes for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it. See, Sainsbury's used to be good, but now they don't, like, the shit sandwiches are in yeah. the meal deals. Yeah. The luxury ones are now out. So oh, that's poor. Chris selection's pretty good in there. Like Morrison, I've got like M and S is only good if you buy like because you never buy a soft drink. You always end up like buying those like four green cans. Like mm. um, yeah, and is that in the meal deal as well? I know. Oh, the, you don't get four cans say, of lager in the meal deal. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say that's like ridiculous. No, but generous. that's what you do on an away like. So you end. No, up- no, I know, I know, like. But still, uh, I thought wait. I was just... That, that, that blew me mind, potentially. Sorry, Tom, continue. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Imagine, that'd be so good. No, the thing is with M&S, you buy a sandwich and the crisp, but don't actually qualify for the meal deal because you bought four cans of lager instead. So that's Ooh. where you fall down. And it's cost so, you £11. <laughs> yeah, you just like, whatever. <laughs> whatever, I've got a mega bus to catch. Just like... Uh, so I've gone for Tesco is the old failsafe because good range of wraps, salads and sandwiches, mm. even though you don't have the salad... Excellent selection of crisps, including big bags of uh, salt and hula hoops, which are the bollocks. And then, you know, <laughs> you can get, like, the the massive things of water for, like, and it's only three quid. So, yeah, if you're getting a meal deal drink, actually, for an away day, that's probably, you, like, don't get pop. You need the no. big water. You need the big water. You do need the big water. Or maybe if you've got, like, I don't know, some little... Miniatures, you know, oh, you have a little, yeah, lovely, little rum and coke, or some whiskey oh. and coke, or something like that. Yeah, so maybe the the pop would come in handy oh, there. Lovely, but yeah, always a wrap, never a sandwich. Yeah, it always has to be a wrap because well. it's like uh, it's quicker, isn't it? I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> well, know the, why. The, well, the the wrap is like sort of less dry than the stale bread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're trying to have been left over from a wake the week before. And yeah, box them up and send them to Sainsbury's. <laughs> But you're trying to force it down at, like, 9am, so you're like, well, at least I've eaten something, as you're, like, cracking open your third can. (laughs) You've you've just got to Durham, and the third can's been cracked. (laughs) It's like, well, it's a long long way to Portsmouth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sad we can't be doing that on Friday night now, lads. Extra cans from the trolley as it comes down. Oh, Oh, yes, yes. Because the cold costs thousands. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, it's, it's good. No it's good. We're having a nice time. Uh, yeah, can we go for tea tomorrow? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Oh, oh well. Sad Hopefully now. we'll be able to do that again soon. Let's cross our fingers for the vaccine. Eh? Come on, Dan. Keep giving us good news. Yeah. And then we can have meal deals on <laughs> trains or mega buses. <laughs> um, and hopefully it'll be. You know, we'll all be. Not fully partying again on Friday night, but we'll be saying, ah, things weren't that bad. Crisis averted. We're back on track. Or, who knows, maybe we'll just be going into full meltdown and all fighting with each other. Steve Evans. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of a better note to go out on, as ever. Thanks very much for listening. (laughs) 